The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Well, well, well. well Look well, who well. it is. We are back. It's Joanne and Mike, Murder yeah. Amongst Friends, and still in my here. living room, Michael. Yeah, we're both here. Michael, how the hell have you been, kid? Well, things have been happening mm-hmm. <laughs> to me and in my life. That made the work of of the podcast on a week-to-week basis a little difficult. It made work in general a little difficult. It made in general a little difficult. Um, Still dealing with whatever this could possibly be. Have some tests scheduled to check it out and see what anybody can tell me, if anything. Um, So we're, we're back to put something up for you. Um, because we still appreciate all the support and everything. And, and we didn't want you guys to forget us. Yeah. That would break our hearts. Yeah. So we are still here. Things are okay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's we're not, going on. We're not dead yet. Nope. Not yet. Not yet. Our bodies are working on it <laughs> <Yeah>. vigorously, <laughs> yeah. trying to kill us. But yeah. And if our bodies don't get us, the world will. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Crushed under emotional trauma <laughs> the weight of the emotional trauma <laughs> or buried in hurricanes oh, one of the two yeah but so we are here with kind of a more relaxed episode no, yeah. <laughs> no official story i do have several... relaxed in so many different senses of the word michael because i think as our listeners and you well know <laughs> generally i will start off the podcast by having one to three espressos yes. and i'm super jazzy yep and today i decided to go on a different route <laughs> take the road less traveled yeah and i had a cbd earl gray yeah. tea and a little something extra on the side <laughs> so i'm extremely laid back <laughs> as you can probably tell in my voice i haven't and, had to uh, turn you down as much <laughs> yes and my volume will probably stay at a moderate level yeah well, I do have kind of four stories to to just recap and holy shnikes, yeah, and Michael! Bring people up to speed on these are things that have happened while we've been away. Mm-hmm. Um, these are things that I haven't written up, so there's going to be stuff that I'm missing, facts and things. But we'll uh, we'll put the link to all of the stories in the show notes, like we usually do, so everybody can follow up on these if you haven't heard of them already. But we'll uh, we'll still cover some true crime stuff. Uh, it just won't be as as formal as our regular episodes are, but we'll get back to those when we... Or as loud, probably. Or as loud, yeah. yeah. So make sure you turn up turn up your headphones, everybody. Uh, the first story that I will let everybody know about uh, happened in L.A. Uh, LA. Very recently. Uh, well, this didn't happen very recently, but it started to come back into the news very recently. Okay. Uh, the article that I found about it is titled LAPD officer killed in training, quote, accident was investigating gang rape by four other officers. Oh, my stars, Michael. Yeah. Hit, and starting off with a. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> no, you almost caught me out. I almost said starting off with a yeah. B word. I'm not going to say it because no. it's not. irrelevant. It, right. Doesn't matter uh, what it was going to be. You almost caught me, son of a bitch. Doesn't matter what it was going to be. So, Officer Houston Tipping died in May 
in what the LAPD originally called a tragic accident. However, uh-huh. his family and now the lawyer that the family's retained have a different story. Let me guess. And they've been <laughs> retribution out- yes, for his investigative endeavors yes. of this gang rape by four of his brothers in blue. You're right. Great. Uh, I will say that the lawyer and the family have had this story since it happened. So this isn't like they're coming out now to say, no, this new thing happened. It wasn't an accident. They've right. been saying this from the beginning. Officer Tipping was a basically a bike cop trainer. Okay. And that was kind of one of the things he was responsible for. He was also happened to be investigating an alleged gang rape perpetrated by four LAPD officers in 2021. What the fuck is wrong with LAPD for like the past, oh, yay, these low, these 50 years? years. Like, what's that? Come on, man. So the victim in the rape claimed that she was raped by four different people, all LAPD officers. She knew the names of some of those officers because they were in uniform and had their name tags on. Oh, come. TFO. So this is uh, Tipping's family's lawyer saying this in a press conference that was on this Mm. past Monday. And he continued, the name of one of those officers with the name tag seems to correlate with one of the officers that was at the bicycle training. So, one of the named officers that the victim is pretty sure about, because he read it off the name tag, just happened to be where the investigating officer mysteriously died. Hmm. Well, what a coincidence. So, a, a reporter in the crowd at this press conference said, you're alleging that that officer is the one who hurt the victim, but you're not confirming or alleging that there might have been other officers who jumped in. Well... I think, as we all know, Mike, they rarely do it solo, right? They rarely go it alone. And the lawyer said, I cannot allege that because I only have known facts. Now, it is important to note that initially, when this training officer died, it was reported as an accident because he and another trainee were grappling. Now... I don't know how many people are into UFC or have taken martial arts in the past. When you grapple, it's practice. You're not you're not going full steam. Right. So that's important information number 1. However, they said that something happened in the in the grappling that resulted in the officer breaking his neck. Now, I mean, you'd have to suplex him yeah like it's possible like he could have had a a previous injury that he didn't know about didn't mm -hmm. require the same amount of pressure to break the neck he could have they could have wrenched the neck you know trying to put him in a chokehold and it just happened to twist the wrong way there's any number of ways that it's not outside the realm of far-fetched however far-fetched but still plausible. plausible however based on medical documents and sworn testimony by nursing staff who initially took care of him they claim that he had far more than a broken neck Mm -hmm. he had a collapsed lung he had broken ribs and he also had to have staples in his head what for a head injury 
So clearly, oh, oh, okay. Oh, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. The lawyer said, when you look at all of these horrific injuries, the truth is something went seriously wrong here. I cannot fathom anything other than a severe beating. Right, right. But if the story is, uh, oh, me and uh, Joe Schmo over here were grappling. Yeah. Are they the only two supposedly in the gym? Well, yeah. What if you're doing a, a training? Right. Where are the witnesses? So where is everybody else? Yeah. Like, where, I mean, do you generally just do a class on one-on-one? I, I don't Not know. Generally. I would imagine there'd be other people there. Yeah. How about administrators? There's no one that works there. Right. Just uh, somebody cleaning up sort of the other half of the gym area or something. So, like, where was everybody else? Yeah. It's probably cone of silence stuff. <laughs> in June... This past June 2022, the lawyer for the family first filed a damages claim against the LAPD, alleging that he had been beaten to death. Did they do an autopsy to see if he had, like, internal stuff, too? I mean, because you're not going to get that from a light grappling practice. You're going at, like, 25% strength. Like, you're just rolling through the moves and gently, like, weaving in and out of positions. Like, you're not, you know really punching kicking and wrenching people's necks and stuff like that like what the hell so if he had internal injuries also would just further prove their story yeah um i'll just read this one other paragraph from this article uh because i think it's it's relevant to the larger conversation around policing but the allegations against the LAPD suggesting officers may have killed Tipping because of his investigation come amid years of whistleblowing and reports about, quote, shadow gangs within the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. These gangs allegedly comprise a sort of shadow government within local law enforcement to cover up officers' crimes. As of July, at roughly the same time the lawyer and the LAPD were disputing the circumstances that led to Tipping's death, L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva's former chief of staff publicly admitted he'd once belonged to the alleged, quote, Grim Reaper deputy gang within the county sheriff's department. What a bunch of fucking losers. So there's still more information that needs to come out about this because Mm -hmm. the press conference from the lawyer was just this past week. Mm. Um, but that's, you know, that's where we're at. That's right completely now. sickening. Yeah. So that was an article, uh, from Jezebel by Kylie Chung. And again, we'll link to that. That is gross. That is, that's starting off slow. Oh God. I thought you were starting off big and then we would taper down. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's another one from Jezebel actually, also mm-hmm. by Kylie Chung. Um, this Shout one, out to Kylie Chung. Yeah. The title of this article, Woman was sent undercover into drug house, raped by dealer, then arrested by police she helped. <laughs> okay, but, okay, okay, here, Michael, yep. hear me out for one second. Yep. <laughs> if she's supposed to be undercover and the cops are there and then this is going on, now should they have, she probably was wearing a, I would hope, did she have some type of wire on to go in and then they would hear the rape, I would think that they would have stopped the rape, but maybe she didn't have a wire on because too conspicuous, whatever. Get back to my first point. If she's in there and she's undercover and they're trying to keep her there, you know, her undercoveredness, <laughs> a right. secret, yep. um, then they do go in and arrest her when yeah. they bust everybody. Great. Okay, fine. Obviously, fake Great. fake arrest. Right. But are you telling me that, like, they actually fucking arrested her and put her, like, in jail or whatever? Yeah. No, the fuck they didn't. Last January. No, no. How is that a thing? 
a Louisiana woman working with local police. Oh, it's Louisiana. <laughs> oh, that's why. Entered. Sorry, Louisians. Sorry entered, about that. Entered a drug house wearing a hidden microphone and camera. Oh, come on! No! And camera. How did she go through a rape then if she was wearing a camera and a mic? To help police gather information about the dealer. Once inside, the woman's police handlers, handlers essentially abandoned her. No! And the dealer raped her twice. No! Forcing I'm sorry her... about the volume. I thought I was going to be less jazzy, but this is outrageous. And forcing her to perform oral sex on him while threatening to put her, quote, in the hospital. Oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine how gross it is? Mm-hmm. Police were able to use the intel gathered by the woman to arrest... Get the, the fuck out of my face! To arrest the drug dealer on charges of second-degree rape, false imprisonment... Second? Yeah. And well, because why? Because he didn't plan it ahead yeah, of time? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, false imprisonment and distribution of meth. Uh, but weeks after the sting, they arrested the woman who had been their informant. She's a pol- and charged her with possession of drugs. Is she a police officer also, no. or she's just an? She's an informant. She was just going oh, undercover. Oh well, no for them. wonder why I misunderstood yeah. in the beginning and thought if she's an officer, how are they actually pulling this fucking one off? No. Okay, so she's just a random broad. Yes. Well, no wonder they fucked her over. Yeah, yeah. of course, of course they did. Oh, excuse my outrage. I was like, what? They've done this to one of their own? Not that they wouldn't, but... The woman's attorney, Harold Murray, said, it's absolutely horrible. She has a drug problem, and I don't know if she's going to be able to beat it or not. But well, not you, now. Forget when, it now. But when you become a snitch, they keep your drug problem going, and then they arrest you for it. Mm. Local police said this kind of thing is pretty par for the course. <laughs> oh, we just let people get raped so that we can continue to get that video footage you know of other people that may also be in the crack house that we can bust at the same time and look like heroes lieutenant mark park said we've always done it this way she was an addict we've always done it this way you have to get raped twice before we then come in and make the bust it's just the way we've always done it yeah she was an addict and we just used her as an informant like we've done (gasps) a million times before he literally looking back it's easy to say what if (laughs) what the he literally was like, yeah, we used her like we use everybody else. Like they're pieces of shit and we toss them to the side. And that's just how we do it. Hey, it's tradition. Okay. No, according, don't- according to the Associated Press, officers who were part of the operation and waiting down the block were unaware that the dealer how was assaulting How are they unaware informant. if they have video and audio? Because the microphone and camera she wore didn't allow the officers to see or hear what was going on in real time. Oh, so there was like a one second delay, like a lag? <laughs> it probably was just local recording. They probably weren't even broadcasting, which why would you not do that? Officers overseeing the operation also claimed they hadn't considered that an attack like this would happen. Get out of my GD Because they're not face. women. Of course. That would be the first thing I would think. Yeah. We can't send this lady in there. She's going to get fucking raped. It was recording. But not to where my guys were monitoring it. Because they were probably down the street having a cup of coffee, letting her do whatever and figure she'll stumble out eventually. And we'll meet back up with her. We're not actually even monitoring the audio and video. We're hanging around looking at YouTube videos on our phone, most likely, if I had to guess. (laughs) A former DEA official who who used to work undercover told the Associated Press the incident was, quote, a massive ineptitude. 
No shit. And called the Louisiana officers running the operation, quote, cowards. Clowns. But the parish DA said, there is no indication in my file that law enforcement did anything wrong. I, you should have said that with an accent. You oh should have God. done that. <laughs> well, was, no. What did, they, what did he say? Uh, there is no indication in my file that law enforcement did anything wrong. Well, there is no indication in my files that law enforcement under my jurisdiction have done anything wrong, Your Honor. <laughs> Sorry, everybody in the South. That was pretty bad. I mean, it felt good to me. I mean, (laughs) like, to me, it felt good to let that out. You know? I feel cleansed. Um, Very cathartic. This, this again, is not about the story, but related. Mm -hmm. Just two months ago, audio footage showed New Orleans police officers who were a block away, ignoring a woman's 911 call, reporting an ongoing rape. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what the flip is going on down there? Uh, it was reported also that New Orleans has a systemic rape response problem. Officers take hours to respond to calls. Rape kits obviously are left untested. Why do you think I? And this is this might make me sound stupid. I don't give a shit. Um, I've always wanted to go to New Orleans for like Mardi Gras. Yeah, but then all you hear about is like robberies burglaries rapes assaults oh yeah murders and i'm like mm, maybe just go in somewhere where everybody's off their tits yeah and the cops don't give a shit uh is probably not the best for a tiny woman right you know probably not it's probably a death sentence i think i'll i'll pa- i'll skip it yeah let's just skip it this year i'll watch a walkthrough on youtube yeah, yeah. you know all right this one <laughs> don't <laughs> Don't do not is an article from cedarcitynews.com written by Nick Yamashita. Okay. FBI raids homes of polygamous FLDS leader in Colorado City. Uh, No, what are they going to find? The FBI has conducted several raids in Colorado City, Arizona, involving a sect of the polygamous fundamentalist church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Tell me they found drugs, children. Yeah. Pornography and weapons. Please. The raid comes nearly 15 years to the day, which was September 25th, 2007, that FLDS leader Warren Warren Jeffs Jeffs, was convicted in court of being an accomplice to rape. That conviction was. An accomplice to rape? F O. That conviction was later overturned. And Jeffs was subsequently convicted of aggravated sexual assault on a minor in Texas, mm, where he is still. In how prison. about like multiple rapes of multiple underage girls? How about that? Yeah. First degree. How um, about first degree <laughs> rape? Yes, because he yeah. did plan it. Okay. Um, I should also mention, by the way, that this FLDS leader's name is Samuel Bateman. And in the past, Master <laughs> shortly after Warren Jeffs was arrested in 2006, this guy, Bateman, claimed he was now the one to receive revelation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Shortly, so they have to call him yeah. Master. Then it works out. Right. For me, that worked out. In the last month, Warren Jeffs released new edicts from prison. They give authority to one of his sons, Helaman Jeffs. To lead and perform. Hel- Hellman's? Yeah. And perform like, uh, ma- 
Hellman's mayo, Jeff? Yes. His dad was like, we've run out of names. Yeah. I do What's like, in the fridge? I love mayo on a sandwich. Well, let's name him Hellman. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> sure. <laughs> so they're not really saying what they're going after here. Well, it better be first degree multiple rapes of yeah. underage children. I mean, what? An FBI officer out of the Phoenix office named Kevin Smith is not, quoted as not, saying, not, not him. clerks. Okay. All I can do at this time is to confirm that the FBI was in Colorado City today conducting court-authorized law enforcement activity. No other information is well, available Well, that's vague moment. AF. Come on. So who knows what they're up to, except everybody knows what they're up right. to. Right. I mean, come Warren on. Warren Jeffs is still in control of this thing. This guy saw an opening and took a couple followers with him. Uh, but it's essentially the same thing. So what are they looking for? Oh, we know what they're We already know. For. Like, yeah. but they, they they clearly don't do anything about it because right. they charged him with basically nothing and then just let him off for mm-hmm. that and then went, mm, I'm charging him with this like tiny little thing. It's makes me want to puke. <laughs> and the last one. This <laughs> one is from... Is this the... Is this the worst? Are we still are we still ascending? Like, what are we doing? Or is this like tapered off now? This is from lawandcrime.com, <laughs> written by Colin Kalmbacher. That doesn't help. Lawsuit alleges megachurch leader oh, raped God. hundreds of victims, well, of made co- one call him uncle, and forced incestuous threesome. Ew. Five women are suing an international megachurch and its leader, what? convicted felon, Nason Joaquin Garcia in California State Court over decades of alleged child sexual abuse and human trafficking. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the church oh, is called Church of the Light of the World. Oh, please. Church of the Light of My Ass. Uh, we're gonna, let's just, can we start a cult, please? It's, we'll, we'll, yeah. it's so easy. So this guy admitted to various child sex crimes earlier this year oh. after a lengthy prosecution in the Golden State. He was subsequently convicted and sentenced to 17 years what? in prison. Why not more? 17? For how many rapes? Hundreds. Hundreds? hundreds. How about hundreds of years? One yeah. for every rape. You know what? We'll cut that down to half yeah. of all. So for each, yeah. and you're still going to just spend the rest of your life here, yeah. sir. His church, which claims more than 5 million members worldwide, what is wrong with has stood by him the entire time what is wrong with people this is why organized religion yeah is not for me let's now is that that's a lovely turn of phrase yeah 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 Yeah, let's keep it light the church garcia and several affiliated businesses and individuals are being sued for various damages to a class that is expected to include well over 500 alleged victims and plaintiffs well no shit I'm surprised there's not well over 1,000. Like if you you would yeah. you could have said there was well over 5,000 because it's got how many five million members or something. If you yep. said well over one million victims, <laughs> right. I would go well, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, this it wouldn't is, surprise me. This is the opening line of the complaint. Plaintiffs are individuals and residents of the state of California County of Los Angeles who were enslaved, trafficked, and sexually abused by the leaders of the church, a global religious institution that has made the economic and sexual exploitation of children and others a centerpiece of its operations for decades. That's the first sentence. That's the first sentence of the complaint. (laughs) Shit. 
Uh, I'd read that book. (laughs) I'd read that story. The five principles are all Jane Doe's. Yeah. um, Aged now. As they should be. Yeah. Aged now between 20 and 28. Aged now between 20 and 20. Oh, my God. Okay. So they they were... were... They're the same five underage victims who were originally cited in the criminal complaint filed against Mm. Garcia by California authorities. So they're going after... See, the thing is, like, these women were kids at the time mm-hmm. what i don't get is grown women say we're well, my age mm-hmm. almost 50 yeah. right links up with this <laughs> this wacky book club you know yeah, they just God. have radical ideas and it's really opened my mind man yeah. Yeah. and get sucked in and then all of a sudden fairly quickly become like a sex slave <laughs> yeah. To some like weird middle aged, overweight, balding, super unattractive guy, it always seems like. Yep. They got the power. That can't possibly be good in bed at all. No. And then they're like, oh, I, I, I didn't know it was a cult. What are you, t- what are you talking about? What are you talking <laughs> about? The first woman alleges that when she was 14 years My old. My brain doesn't comprehend that, Michael, because I would step into that book club. Yep. And the hairs on the back of my neck would oh, stand yeah. up. And oh, I would yeah. go, is there's, this a fucking cult? There's something off. I'm out of here. And I would leave before they could even hand me a pamphlet. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, uh, here's your complimentary robes. No, thank nah, you. That's fine. Not happening. No. I'm out. The... These people just, oh, let me just, you know what? It's, I, it's weird. I'm, I'm having a weird vibe, but let me see. Maybe I just maybe I just have to stick it out a little bit longer. Maybe mm, things still don't seem right. You know, maybe a couple more weeks. You know, I don't know. That group well. sex session that we had last <laughs> night really isn't sitting well. Um, let me give it a couple more months. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who raised you? Who raised you to be so gullible? Yeah, I, is I it know. gullible? I don't even know if gullible is the right word at that point. No. Naive? Yeah. The first woman alleges that when she was 14 years old, she was recruited into a fake dance group. Oh, come on. By Garcia and his alleged, quote, handmaiden, Alondra <laughs> Ocampo, oh. a woman who would eventually plead guilty herself to four felonies involving the sexual abuse of minors. Side note, this season of The Handmaid's Tale is fucking bonkers, and I'm so here for it. If anybody's not watching it, you should start watching it. Michael only watched the first season and then ditched me. So I'm on this journey by myself. Didn't didn't ditch. Just never caught up. Didn't catch up though. So Um, same thing. There's some details here, but there's one detail that I will include. There's a lot of gross stuff, but they recount that he was taking nude pictures of them at a public beach in full view of other beachgoers. They just saw this happening and nothing was done. There were a lot worse things going on behind closed doors. Okay, but but no, no. Okay, but. But still. No, I can't get past. So I'm on the beach with my family and I just look over to my left and I can't believe what I'm seeing because here's a weird, creepy middle-aged man taking naked photos of like 14-year-old girls. Yeah. And nobody did anything. Dude. Are you, look, look at me in my face. What do you think might happen if that was the case? Uh, murders. Deaths. I would yeah. I mean, tackle you, that son of a bitch. Yeah. And ca- I would, I would incite a riot. Yeah. What do you, 
And then guess who's the big asshole on the beach who's disrupted everybody's day, right? Who gets carted off to jail or fined like $15,000 for some ridiculous, you know, I caused a ruckus on the beach, some bullshit. Right, yeah. And yet this pervert over here. He's the victim. Is the victim, right? of course. Because he got some sand in his eyes. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Second... What is wrong with people? Again. Yeah, I don't know. What is wrong with people? The second woman was also 14 at the time, alleged that she was a virgin when Garcia raped her, uh, and goes into a lot of other details. Um, Trying to hold it together. Garcia is also alleged to have raped two additional minor girls when they were still virgins at the time. How old is this fat piece of shit? 53. Great. Including one of his nieces... A great-granddaughter of the church's founder. <laughs> Leadership of the church passes on dynastically from generation to generation of the same family. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. There's another family that passes on their power like that where, you know, yeah. their, uh, their kin just like to sleep with minors. But, hey, yeah. I, pff, I mean, we're not going to talk about it's that, neither though. neither here nor there. Right. That's Plaint- not for here. Plaintiff 4 was forced to call him uncle. While he was raping, assaulting, and molesting her because it excited him to be sexually abusing his niece, a family member. That is gross, dude. Not that the whole thing's not absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But fuck this dude. Each of the five plaintiffs alleged they were originally tricked into the group, into the sex cult of the group by the faux dancing scheme. Yeah, they're they're teenagers. They yeah. wanna they wanna belong to something, right? Yep. And maybe they like to dance, and that's how they get rid of their anxiety. Yeah, because they're being raised like in that, this religious you know? cult anyway. Yeah. So like, this is like, oh my gosh, some freedom. Yeah. They're gonna let us dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, of, yeah, of course we want in. Yeah, hundred percent. Sign me up. Yeah. So there you go. Those are uh, kind of four upsetting stories of things that happened uh, while we've been been away. Cool. Cool. Um, cool. Thanks, Mike. Again, not Great. all of the details there. I'm glad I didn't have coffee today. Yeah. I fucking lost my shit. Not that I didn't, but right. But uh, yeah, we'll have links to those in the in the show notes, so you can go through and read the rest of those disturbing details, especially of the last one. Mm. If you're so, I don't think I want to read. No, I'm not you don't want to read that. No, no, I skipped them on purpose. Um, so we're we're gonna try to get back to a somewhat normal cadence here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just gonna be a little tricky for me to devote as much time to it just with the amount of energy and stuff that i have but i'm going to do my best so we appreciate you bearing with us and we appreciate everybody staying subscribed and and everything else please follow us on twitter and instagram i did put up a couple posts on instagram that you know we were going to be off for a little while um so if there are any other announcements and things that's usually where it will go Mm -hmm. first uh so follow us on those places at maf podcast show you could also email us if you have stories that you want to bring to our attention or anything else that you want us to talk about. Email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. And we have the YouTubes as well. We do have the YouTube. Murder Amongst Friends podcast is the name of the channel and over there. You can find all of our little cartoony bitmojis and clips from the show. And the show. Yeah. Audio from the show there as well. Yep. So... Thanks again, everybody. Mm-hmm. We will be back when we're back, but we'll keep everybody posted. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.